And I want to talk about the day the music stopped. Big day in history. Actually, it was the first day of history. Now, this is one of those sermons that we have to plow. Does anyone know what I mean by that? If you've been around me a little bit, you know what I mean by that. There are certain subjects that we've not really talked about much over the years. And this is one of those subjects I don't know that I've ever heard anyone preach on it. I, I haven't heard anyone preach on it. So it's, it's, new ter- it's new ground. Some ground's already plowed. It's easy to get through. But this has got like rocks. and it's, <laughs> you're gonna, I'm going to stretch your mind today. Go get some more caffeine. Come back. Just, I'm going to I'm going to stretch your brain, okay? And, and we're kind of in an area where I, you know the outline. There's no outline to this. I'm just, just want to talk to you. It's going to be a weird sermon, but how many will stay with me and and try to stay with me as I try? Because listen, I, I'm a I'm a I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a systems guy. I, I mean, I'll believe God for anything. I don't have to understand, but I love it when I can understand how something works. Aren't anybody else like that? I like to know how things work, and I'm going to try to get into that a little bit, and, and we'll just see what, what God is going to do. So let me, let me ask you this question. Did you ever an- wonder what Adam's world was like before the fall? Now, first of all, we don't know how long he lived. Might have been a day. His wife was really ornery. Yeah, lead with that. <laughs> he, no, but it might have been months. It might have been years. It might have been a millennium. We don't know. There was, but watch this, there was no time. No time. He just walked with God in the cool of the day. That's all we know. So we don't know how long it was, but I believe it was very different before the fall than after the fall. And before the fall, I believe Adam, I can't prove this because I wasn't there. I'm not quite that old. And there's no proof of this, but it seems logical since he walked with God in the cool of the day. He saw God face to face. I believe Adam was a spirit being. Something like we will be after we die and after our resurrection. How many know we're all going to be resurrected someday? We're going to have a resurrected body. Pastor, what does that look like? It's going to look like Jesus. It'll look like Jesus did after his resurrection. Remember, he walked through walls. Remember, he appeared and he disappeared. How many are looking forward to heaven? I think I'm going to go visit the moon. Boop. Huh? Come on. I told you I'm going to stretch you today. So, so I believe Adam was, was, was like that. I can't prove that, but that's, that's what it was. But there was no time. There was no, no, no days, as it were. There, 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 but, but, but Adam sinned. And when Adam sinned, you remember that God said, he, he, he booted them out of the garden because he want, didn't want them to eat from the tree of life. Why? Because if he ate from the tree of life, he would live forever in his sin. Time is redemptive. He brought time into this formula. He gave us time to repent. 
He gave us time that we can be redeemed from sin. Sin brought time. Before that, there was nothing but eternity. Time gives us opportunity for redemption. Listen, one man said like this, time is God's way to keep everything from happening at once. Because without time, if there's no time, everything would just happen at once. It would be weird. Now, I'm going to mess with your brain a little bit more. Here's what I want you to get. God is eternal. That doesn't just mean he's been here forever. It doesn't just mean he'll be here forever. It means that he is everywhere at once. God exists in all time. There is a now that's moving, but there was a then and there's a will be. Uh huh. Come on. One way to look at it is let's say you come up to the train track over here and the, and the gates go down and, and, and the train comes through. And you watch the train. You see the engine. You see the next car. You see the next car. And you just see what's passing by. God doesn't look at life like that. God is up above like a bird. He can see the entire train. And not only can he see it, but he can come down and enter into any car in that train. We say, well, so what? You know what that means? That means God can visit your past. He can visit your future. Not only can he do it, he's there. If y'all got some of this, you'd be running and shouting. He's back there right now where you were 20 years ago. He's up ahead of you where you'll be in 10 years. It's not like something hasn't happened yet. It's already happened. Now that just gives me confidence because if God knows where I'm going and he knows where I've been, He doesn't just know. He can actually walk in that moment. That gives me confidence that everything is under control. And God has my future. And God can heal my past. I know this blows some of your minds. But listen, uh, uh, Peter says, is that 2 Peter 3, 2? I'll be jumping around these scriptures. If I happen to say something that's in the scripture, just find the scripture and throw it up there. Because Peter said one day is as a thousand years. All right, that's not the one. But anyway, right? One year is as a thousand years. And, and, and according, to, according to Jewish tradition, the, this September, let me jump ahead here. The, this September will be the year 5,000, where is it? 5,700 and, where is it? Somewhere in this, uh, here, 5,783. We're, we're right close to 6,000 years, which is six days. 
Look, forget evolution. Six days. He said, well, what about the seventh day? Ever hear of the millennium? Did you ever hear about us in spirit bodies running around the planet for a thousand years? Woo, glory to God. That's another whole sermon. We're almost to the seventh year. And the, these, these years can be, you know, who knows where, the, where it's really at. It can end tomorrow. It can, it can end before this sermon ends and we could be raptured and begin, begin eternity. Who knows? You know, one, one way to think about the days is that from, from Adam, year zero, you know, Adam lived a whole day. What was it, 963 years he lived? He let Adam live the whole first day. Adam dies. So from zero to Adam's death, we got a 1,000 years. From Adam to Abraham is day two. Abraham begins day two, year 2,000. David begins year three, 3,000. Am I helping you? Day four begins with Jesus. And then the church is given two days. And we get to year 6,000. And then we have a day of rest. The millennium. I know some of you will be working a second job then, but (laughs) most of us are going to rest for a 1,000 years. The Bible constantly uses this phrase. I think it's 28 times. It says times and seasons. Times and seasons. By the way, that's not the same thing. Can I just talk? You okay? This is a weird sermon. Just, I just want to, you, you ought to be taking notes because there's a lot here. I don't even know what this scripture is. It's not what I, anyway, my fault. Times and seasons. Seasons are cyclical. Seasons are a circle. You go from spring to summer. Unless you're in Ohio, then you go back to winter. (laughs) Merry Christmas, by the way. (laughs) You're supposed to go in a circle. How many know our lives are like that sometimes? We think, woo, summer's finally here, and then it drops down to 30 again. So, so seasons are the things we go through cyclically, and we understand that there are good times, there are hard times, there are rainy times, sunny times, and, and we go through cycles in life, and we learn how to deal with the cycles. And we get through them, and we adjust, and we live. Come on, church. But then there are times. Times are linear. Times, you don't know what's going to happen next. Times means you just go from one weird thing to another weird thing. And, and, and you get hit with that. So you go through this. It's kind of like the planet. How many know if you go north, sooner or later that ends? You can't keep going north. At some point you are going south. It's a time. It's a straight line. It has a beginning It has an end. Everything you're going through that's not cyclical, it has a beginning and an end. When the enemy attacks out of nowhere, it has a beginning 
and an end. God knows when it began. He knows, knows now when it will end. He's not sitting in heaven looking at his watch saying, man, they've really been going through it a long time. I wonder why. He not only knows, it's not like he just, mm, let me discern. No, he's, he can actually go there. He can get in that train car with you one year from now. Today. Is that blowing anyone's mind? Are, are you following me? By the way, if you go east, you can keep going east forever. Because you just. It's seasonal. You just keep going around the planet east. You just keep going east. Is this ever going to end? No, no, no. This is what we go through. All the, Come on. This is life. This is what we go through. We know how to deal with this. But then there's the north south thing where things hit you and you don't have any idea what's, what's going on. Jesus, help us. When Adam sinned, Time began. The music stopped. And now there's time. Actually, it's always been there. God didn't just say, hey, I'm bored. Jesus, Holy Ghost, what do you think? Let's, let's make man. That, no, if that happened, that would imply time. There is no time. So it's kind of like time is like, in, if you can imagine all of space, and then in parentheses is this little stretch called time, and it's just floating out there. That, that's the way I see it. And God can go in to those different times. Yeah, but you know what that might also mean? It might mean that after we become a spirit body, and we're living in eternity... It might mean that we can go back and visit time. Because time will always be in that parenthesis. Time, time exists now. The whole thing, everything, your, everything, your whole life, is, it's there. It didn't disappear. It's, God can go back to you. He said, well, what does that matter? Oh, I'm going to tell you why that matters. It matters. If that's true, what I'd like to do, I want to go back in time and go visit all my ancestors. I want to go back and visit. So, okay, now that one was born, and that's what he did, and I want to go back. And I, you can't change time. You, you can't do it. But you can, I, I believe you can just go back and say, am I going to have time to do that? <laughs> yes. Yes. God didn't create this whole universe. How many trillions of stars? For no reason. We're going to be able to visit the universe. Listen, in eternity, there is no time. There's no restrictions to time, space, or matter. How do you know that? Because Jesus, when he was in his spirit body, walked through walls. <coughs> Material things have no meaning in. Amen. 
And, and space has no meaning because one minute he's in the room and the next minute he's gone. Oh, that's Jesus. Remember Philip? One minute he's preaching there in Samaria and the next minute, poop. He's down there talking to that Ethiopian. Come on, church. Albert Einstein almost had it. He said E equals MC squared. Energy equals matter times light times the speed of light squared. And I'm not going to explain that to you. (laughs) Except in that equation we see time, space, and matter. It's all there. It's all things that restrict us here. But in eternity will restrict us not at all. Time means nothing. Matter means nothing. Space means nothing. You're an eternal spirit. Is that helping anybody or are you just more confused than you've ever been in your life? It's kind of like, kind of like John, too. John, when, when, when he said he, he was taken up to heaven and he saw visions. That, that wasn't a vision. He was literally taken into heaven while he's still alive. So God can do that. I know some of you, you're so spiritual. You're going to be praying, God, beam me up, Scotty. Just take me to Grandma's house. And right now, just. But you're going to be able to do that. Now, what, now, now what difference does that make? And, 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 and because, okay, watch this. I had some scriptures. I don't, I don't. Whatever. Get the outline. You can read the scriptures. Watch this. As you can tell, I love time travel science fiction movies. I love. Anyone else love time travel movies? Yeah, I love that. All five of you. Amen. I, what's the golden rule of time travel? Don't change nothing. You change something, there's a ripple effect. You might change something that will actually eliminate yourself. Do not mess with your relatives. Somebody might decide not to have a baby, and that baby's you. So that's the golden rule. Don't change anything because it has a ripple effect. Okay, you got me? You got me? But here's here's what Paul said. He said, we need to redeem the time because the days are evil. And I know we just think, you know, make good use of time, but it's deeper than that. Redeem. He said redeem. To redeem means to buy something back. You, You redeem a slave. You buy them out of slavery so that they're free. Redeem the time. How do you buy time? What what is he talking about? Redeeming the time because the days are evil. I want you to catch this. I want you to understand this, and then I'll be done in half an hour. Watch this. God exists in your past. He exists in your future. He's there. 
He can be there. He is everywhere all the time. Come on, he's God. So he's not just everywhere on the planet. He's everywhere in time. He's up above it. He can see all the train cars. He can visit any of the train cars anytime he wants. How do we redeem the time? We redeem the time by putting the time back in God's hands. Wherever you're at in life right now, whatever is bothering you, whatever is hurting you, whatever is wrong with you, probably it's because of something that happened in your past. It might have been yesterday. You might have said something stupid on the hall, in the hallway and now you're paying for it. It might have been something that Something abused you, someone abused you 20, 30 years ago. Physically, it might be something. Something you broke, something that changed in you, and you, you can go to the very day that it happened. To redeem the time means that we send God back to that moment. I want you to hear this because when God heals you, he doesn't just heal. He doesn't just say, you got something wrong in your head or your body. He doesn't just come down and fix it. That would be just dealing with the symptoms. He goes to the root. Because whatever happened to you in the past, whatever that event was, since then, a lot of other stuff piled on. And it affected this, and it affected that, and then this went out of whack. And, and one thing led to another. And God doesn't just come in and turn the switch. He goes back to the moment no, he doesn't. He's already in the moment. You have to redeem the time. You say, God, go back to that moment. You're there where I was hurt. You're there when I fell. You're there when they said that to me. You're there when I lost my job. You, you're there right now. Heal the moment now. And then everything, remember the golden rule? If you make a change, it affects everything down the line. So God heals the moment and it changes everything through time until you are in the present totally healed by the grace and power of Somebody shout if you hear what I'm saying. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Raise your hands and praise you right now. Redeem. We can redeem wasted time. Amos chapter 9, verse 13. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper 
and the treader of grapes, him who sows seed. The mountains shall drip with sweet wine, all the hills shall flow. He said, there's coming a time when I change time for you, that the moment you put it in, in the ground and you step over the seed, the guy behind you pick. God said, I'm going to change the laws of harvest and seed time at harvest so you can get immediate results. He's going to redeem wasted time. He, listen, he can redeem past failures. Psalms 103, verse 10. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. Still with me? As far as the, what did I say about east and west? He didn't say as far as north and south. Leave me alone. So far has he removed our transgressions from us. As the Father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are as, we are as dust. He redeems our failures. He throws them as far as the east is. It's like he throws them out of time. They're gone forever. He, oh, he redeems past bondages and lost opportunities. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. I messed up. I messed up back then. I'll never have that chance again. I blew it. No, you didn't. Watch this. So I will. Say it again. Say it so I can hear it. I'm going to restore. I'm going to restock your life. Things you thought you lost, things, opportunities, and things that have, that have messed up that aren't with you. Say, I'll never see that again. I'll restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. The crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust. That's a lot of locusts. My great army which I sent among you. He said, I'm going to restore the years. Wow. How many believe that? Redeem the time. Redeeming opportunities that you thought. Am I helping anybody? He's going to redeem opportunities that you thought were lost forever. I'll never be that. I'll never do that. I'll never see that. Really? If it's meant to be, he'll restore what the locusts have destroyed. Listen, he'll redeem injustices. Isaiah 64, verse 8, 9, 10. Remember this. Show yourselves, men. Recall to mind, O you transgressors. Remember the former things of old, for I am God. There is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the and from ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand 
and I will do all my pleasure. He declares the end from the beginning because he's alpha. That's not a cute little sentence. That means I'm A when Adam was made and I'm Omega, A to Z. I'm there. Uh, not, not was there. I am there. I'm at your beginning. I'm at your end. That's why he can declare your end from the beginning. Amen. He's everywhere that you need him to be in your life. He's not just ever present. He's healing my past and getting me ready for my future. Give him a praise and a shout. I told you it's going to be a weird message. My counsel will stand. You know what that means? The word of the Lord stands forever. And I'll do all my pleasure. And he takes pleasure in his people. He'll redeem injustices. Worship team, come on up. Today, watch this. Today is the future of your past. Like the movie, let's go back to the future. <laughs> God is not trying to get you to be someone that you are not yet. He's trying to get you back to where you were when he first created It makes a big difference. It's not like he's looking at you broken. He has seen you whole. He knows what that looks like. You see, we're always like, oh, I'm in this mess, and if I just keep going, I'll become better. No, no, you were together. He didn't make you broken. He made you whole. He saw you finished. He declares the end from the beginning. He's not trying to figure out your mess. He knows what you look like perfect. And he's just trying to get that stuff out of your way. So you can get back to who he made you. Quit putting yourself down and tearing yourself apart because you're not who you think you should be because at one point you had it together. <laughs> Probably before you were born, some of you. <laughs> really all of us. When he made us, he made us in his image. Come on, church, he made you. That means something. You're an image bearer. You bear the image of God. He made you in his image. Quit looking at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm nowhere near that. Doesn't matter. You were at once. And you can be again. You are an image bearer. And God's just, I got to preach on the potter's wheel. You all know I got. He's just got us on that wheel. 
He already knows what we look like. He's just getting us back to the future. Oh, I feel him. Somebody here, this is connecting. Psalms 39, 4. I tell you, even as I'm speaking, God, some of you are going back to that moment that you had forsaken and you had forgotten and you had given up on, and you're saying, God can heal that moment. And everything forward from that, my life's been a mess. But you are going to change my past. And suddenly my future, different. My present will change when you go into my past and heal me in that moment. Lord, let's pray. Make me to know my end. And what is the measure of my days that I may know how frail I am? I can't fix it. I can't repair it. I can't go back. But you can make me know my end. And you're going to help me know the measure of my days. 2 Corinthians 6.2 for he says, in an acceptable time, time, in an acceptable time, I've heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now. Don't. Don't, don't back up from that word now. In the Greek, that's a powerful word, now. Present perfect, now. Why now? Because he went back. Why now? Because he knows your future. Now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of deliverance, of healing, of salvation, of wholeness. Fixing the way we think, thinking, fixing our bodies, our finances, our emotional states. Go back. Come on, we're all thinking of a moment right now that something went off the track. And he's not going back there. He is there and all you have to do is now Lord touch that moment back 20 years ago touch that moment heal that moment change time when, let me finish with it. listen I remember when Joshua crossed the Jordan it was spring it was flooded isn't it strange how God will send you? <laughs> he said, go cross the Jordan. Can I go when it's not flooded? He, he tells us to go at the worst possible time. 
It's flooded. They can't cross Jordan. There's no bridges. But it said thousands of yards upstream or mile, I forget how far it was, at a place called Adam. Y'all remember the scripture? At a place called Adam, upstream on the Jordan, God cut off the waters. And Jordan and Joshua, miles down the stream, watched as the river went down. Until it was dry land and they crossed over. And they made a stone altar there to always remember that moment. What happened? Unlike what he did with Moses, he stopped something upstream that changed everything downstream. And God once again this morning has gone upstream in your life. He's gone to your past and he has cut off. He sat in the Jordan River and cut off the waters so they could cross over on dry land. I'm prophesying to somebody this morning. God has sat in your Adam upstream and he has cut off the waters and you're about to cross over. Am I helping anybody? I know this is the weirdest message you've ever heard in your life. But God has cut off your Jordan and it's time. Stand to your feet. It's time to cross over. How do I do it, Pastor? Redeem. Redeem the time. Redeem the time. God, (laughs) buy back that moment. Buy it back. He shed his blood and paid for that mistake. His blood paid for that moment. His blood paid for your pain. Go back to that moment. And there'll be a stream all the way through the years. Everything will change. God, God, God doesn't just deal with the symptoms of how you're feeling today, but he will heal that whole life stream. I'll go and honor Who am I talking to today? Get up here. We're going to agree with you. We're going to redeem that time with you. Nobody knows what you're doing. Nobody knows why you're coming. Get up here. Let's bring that moment to God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. All glory and honor, dominion and power to you. He's not going to your past. He's there. It's just, your past is just as real to him as this moment is now for you. You got the moment? You got that moment? Redeem it. 
Redeem it. Redeem it. Glory and honor, dominion and power. My God is in this house. Dominion and power to you. Change. Redeem it. Dominion and power. Redeem that moment. He's doing it. He's redeeming that moment. He's redeeming 